Welcome back to the Simply Sistered podcast. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Corby. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about being children of addicts. So today we're going to start a little different. Growing up at dinner, we would always do a little, I guess you call it a game. Would you call it a game? I wouldn't call it a game. I don't, whatever it's called. We, it was like, <laughs> what happened good to you today? What happened bad to you today? And what have you done good for somebody that day? Um, so we're going to do it for the past week because it's literally 11 in the morning on this day when we record. So Corby, what happened good to you for the past week? Uh, Timmy started a new job to, like, better our family. Well, that's good. What happened good to you this past week? Um, good question. I don't know. <laughs> I'll stay at home, Mom. It's a good day if no kids fight with me. I know that. Um, I guess you could say I decorated for Halloween, finally. God. And it's your favorite Yes, holiday. I love spooky season. What happened bad to you this week? I got rolled up at work for something that wasn't my fault. No, it was complete bullshit. Not lying. I don't care what anyone says. If someone at work, her work listens to this, I don't give a shit. It was bullshit. Okay? End of story. In two ways. What happened bad to me? Sorry, I just hit my mic. But, um, oh, I don't know. You had, like, a mental breakdown. No, yeah, I had a mental breakdown because kids. And then also... Um, this past weekend, we went to Jonesboro to take Wyatt, Corby's kid, to the Halloween store because he's like me and loves Halloween. This year. Yeah, last year was a whole different story. But then we were, the boys all rolled back in my husband's 18-wheeler because he had to swap trucks and bring it back. Me and Corby were literally like 10 minutes from Kennet, where we live. And they called us to tell us to turn around because the truck he switched back into messed up. And then we were literally almost there, back to them. And then they called again and said, go ahead and go, go yeah. home. We're, we're just going to drive back to the yard and switch trucks again. And I was not a happy camper at all. <laughs> so what did you do good for somebody this week? I kept my kid alive. That's for you <laughs> and him. No. Did you do anything good for someone I packed work? Timmy a lunch last night. Ew. I guess that'll work. I don't know what else I did good. Have I done good for anybody? I, yeah, you took my son to the Halloween store. Yeah, I did. You drove all of us to the Halloween store. I didn't. I rode. My husband drove. I don't oh, drive. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I drive, but you don't drive. Um, I drive, but I didn't drive. Anyways. But we did go. And I took him back in because he was throwing a fit because of the monkey. Yeah. So we had to go back so in what and say, you, bye to monkey. You already said that. What? <laughs> That's what it I took your kid to the Halloween store, homie. It's too early. It is 11 o'clock. Y'all can see we are total difference. This girl, I used to be like this and be a night owl and stay up. Now I'm like, 5 a.m., let's go. Fuck that. Anyways. So, anyways. So, on today's topic. Do you want to start? What was it like for you to be a a daughter of of addicts? Well, growing up, I didn't really know that mom was an addict yeah an addict I said addict like how do you say addict I don't know you got me messing up it has a t at it yeah it's so addict yeah an addict there's d's instead of c's addict an addict like it's yeah I know I mean not c's but it's a t's like there's d's instead of t's yes anyways so I didn't really know that she was like like she did drugs and stuff until after I had moved out well like I knew you knew she was a as past. I got older. Yeah. yeah, I knew that she did it like in the past, but as far as I knew, she was clean. Right. And then once it got closer to me moving out, is when I was oh, okay. She she's not clean anymore. True. Um, true. But like with Lonnie, I knew. I want to say a lot of you not knowing anything about mom was because me and Chase. Especially me. We try to shelter y'all young three from that life. Yeah. Because we grew up seeing that life. You know, Chase seen it a lot more with Lonnie because he lived with Debbie and Lonnie was there sometimes. Um, And then I seen it more with mom, you know. Yeah. So we, like, tried not to let y'all see any of that. Um, Me, on the other hand, with our mother, I didn't know she was into hard drugs at first because... Only thing I ever found was she literally had a uh, 
joint under the bed at grandma's when we lived with her <laughs> which i knew what we was and yeah. that wasn't nothing i mean i always i knew lonnie did meth i knew that 100 percent knew that um actually it was confirmed for me when i was about 10 to 12 because we were my mom was taking me and my friend to softball practice and went into the trunk of the car to get my glove and everything out and there was aluminum foil and I was like, what the hell is this? I unrolled it, and it was a needle. Oh, my goodness. And a spoon. And I was like, mom. And then she was so embarrassed. And obviously, I didn't understand that she was on it at this point, too. Yeah. But she was so embarrassed. I remember, yeah, you've told me this story. Yeah, and I was embarrassed. Like, I told my friend to, like, go tell the coach I wasn't coming to class today. Or class. To practice today. <laughs> because of that. Yeah. Um. It was just, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I didn't understand So, like, was it his? Yeah. Mom might have been clean at this point, but I don't want to say she was, because obviously she was still fucking with them. Yeah. So, I mean, it might have been right before they got arrested, because they got arrested when you were born, like, after you'd been born. So, it might have, I might have been 10 then, because I was nine when you were born, but then that October I turned 10. So, it was probably that summer before I turned 11. So, yeah. But, I mean, like like you said, when you're moving out, like, I knew mom was on something. Like, yeah. I knew all the little triggers. And that's triggers. how I knew she was on something, because you had told me, yeah, mom's she not was. clean. So, the story behind Corby getting kicked out, well, she didn't get kicked out. She had a choice. People, mom, I feel like mom likes to think she kicked me out. But she but didn't. she gave me the choice. Either you come back and live with me, or you can stay with your grandma. And have a miserable life. That's yeah. what she said. Mind y'all. She said all of this to my sister and to everybody else. All this went down. Why my mom was active in her addiction. Uh, she had um, relapsed. She was clean for like 14 years and she relapsed. So she texts Corby and she was like, you can either come home or you can go live with your grandma and have a miserable life and blah, blah, blah. And I told Corby, I was like, I don't want you to go. Grandma don't want you to go. But at the end of the day... It's your decision. decision. I didn't want to go back. And she didn't because she was miserable there. And because at that point in time, not only was our mom in active, like, active addiction. What did I say? In active addiction. Yeah, in active addiction. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I cannot (laughs) talk, y'all. Anyways, so was the man she was with that we refer to as asshole. He was in his active addiction. Addiction phase as well. Oh, my God. I can't ever say those words. They're too many close together. But, um, so, it was intense. I mean, by that point, y'all weren't even allowed to talk to me at that point. Yeah. He'd already tried to cut ties. He'd cut ties with Grandma. He was trying to cut ties with me for y'all. Like, not even for him, for y'all. And so, Corby didn't go back. And our mom came with all, not even all her shit. Some of her shit. My clothes out of my dresser and my closet. Yeah, and that was it. You didn't get It wasn't even all of my clothes. No, it was what she thought you needed. Yeah. And so... She came to my grandmother's, mind you, me and my boyfriend, my fiance at the time, and our two kids were already living with our grandma while we looked for a house. Mm-hmm. I was staying in grandma's room. Yeah. Grandma, I wouldn't say she was kicked out of her room because she told me mm-hmm. I could have her room. So, And she slept on the couch, but she sleeps better yes. in the living room because she, she has to sit up. Yeah, because she's not <laughs> when she breathes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, grandma. Anyways. We love you, Ethel. Anyways, um, <laughs> so she comes, and I go outside with Corby, because mom didn't even text you. She texted me, and she was on her way. Mm-hmm. And this bitch is literally chunking all of Corby's shit onto the ground. Like, here you go. You think you have it so hard. See how hard you're going to have it now. You're fucking up. And I was like, if anybody's fucking up here, it's you. And at this point in time, I'm a very reactive person at this point. Yeah. I was pissed. I was angry. I didn't care. I mean, I cared, obviously, because I wanted to beat her ass. I did. Yeah. But Camden was there, which is my oldest, and he was the only reason why I didn't, because right before me and her were about to start swinging, he comes outside. He comes outside and says, my ex-fiance is on the phone, because he, at this point, was traveling for his job, and... That was the one thing that kept me from swinging on her. Yeah. So I told him, I'll call you back. Shit's going down. Gave my phone back to Camden and said, go in the house. 
I remember I took him inside because he was just standing there. Yeah, he's he didn't like, want to hey, go me. Yeah, because to him, he didn't know anything was different. Yeah. And that's something I always want him to believe. He doesn't know anything about that. And so I remember she was trying to fight grandma at this point because the grandma was like calm down da, 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 da. Yeah. and they never had a good relationship yeah. and so she was getting in her face and I was like fuck no you ain't no ma'am so I bear hugged her and threw her back into her car like straight up chunked it her took ass. you a couple times well that's because she was she was like clawing back yeah she's trying to claw me and shit we ain't about that life you gonna get in this fucking car and you're gonna shut the fuck <laughs> up but I mean like that's kind of where I you remember standing it. in the yard as she was throwing like the hangers and stuff which was she so was taking my clothes stupid. off the hangers and throwing them in the yard I didn't understand that and I just remember standing there yelling at her stop stop it doesn't have to be like this just stop and I like was just bawling my eyes out yeah and then you were like nah fuck this yeah I mean now I don't want to say now that I still wouldn't do the same I would I don't think I would have tried to fight her I would have just automatically been like, I'm bare, you're getting back in your car and you're leaving. We're not doing yeah. this. Like, I'll get her stuff out. And I still would have done the same thing. I would have stood there crying and be like, stop, yeah. stop. Yeah. Camden would still be outside nosy as can be. Um, <laughs> that's not ever going to change. But, like, I think that was your kind of wake-up call to where, oh, shit, my mom is on drugs again. Yeah. To where me, my wake-up call was she got arrested with Lonnie. Because they, Lonnie's who introduced her to meth. She'd smoked weed, which I don't see weed as a real drug. Mm-mm. I don't. Um, I mean, I've smoked weed. You've smoked weed. Yeah. Everybody has smoked weed. Well, not everybody, but most people that we know have. Most people in our family have. That's true, too. Except grandma. <laughs> <laughs> she barely drinks. But um, I was told by grandma and grandpa, like, your mom's been arrested. For what? Drugs. And I was like, drugs. drugs. Like, and to me, being nine, like, only drug I could think of was weed. I was like, yeah. for, for weed? And he was like, no, sweetie, no. And I was like, what do you mean? And they wouldn't tell me at first what it was. Well, no, because they wanted to protect you from They that. did. And I, being myself and being nosy, listened, because Grandma had two lines in her house, so, you know, I picked up the phone and held the little thingy down and put it to my ear so he couldn't hear me. I would not know about that. Anyways, yeah, they had a a phone in the kitchen and then it was like the kitchen slash laundry room kind of area. And then a phone in their bedroom. And that's where he was because he could shut the door. And I remember him telling her, I told you since you were younger, you get arrested, you're sitting in there for 24 hours, and then I'll come get you. you yeah, like, and my <laughs> grandpa gave no fucks. None. And, I mean, I had never heard this man talk like this. Ever. Ever. So, like, how did you feel about it when you heard him tell her that? I was like, oh, she's in trouble. Like, she's in deep shit trouble. Like, he's mad, mad. Like, mad. <laughs> And he was like, I can't believe your dumb ass has been on meth. And that explains a lot. You brought that fucking meth head in my damn house. da 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 Yeah. Mind you, this is like a year before he offed himself. Mm-hmm. So, it was weird. Like, I've, honest to God, never heard him speak like that. Ever. I mean, I don't want to say he's never spoke like that when I was around. I just never paid attention to it. Yeah. And that's how I found out mom had done meth. And then I didn't know what meth was. <laughs> so did you ask yes i asked a lot of questions you asked grandpa oh grandma girl, yeah no one would tell me anything so then i went to uncle Emmett and i asked him it and he told you yes he told me <laughs> he told me it was a it was a drug worse than weed he didn't know how to exactly explain to a nine-year-old what meth was yeah like a 19 year old he didn't know how to say that but he just said it was worse than weed and i was like well, everything's worse than weed. Because in my head, everything was worse than weed. Yeah. Because I had always grew up like, weed is, you know, even when you did like dare, they tell you weed's a, a natural plant. Yeah. But people smoke it. It still alters your brain. And I was like, oh yeah, then it's not, it's bad because man made it. You know, and all that. Yeah. But that's where I learned it. And then ever since then, I knew my parents were addicts. And mom was clean for a long time. Matter of fact, on my Facebook memories today, 
since we are talking about this, I shared a post from four years ago, and it was about a daughter who found a meth pipe and everything in her mom's stuff, and she's talking about, you know, she asked God for a long time to help her mom and all that, and why her mom couldn't get clean, and I wrote, long post, but I needed to get something off my chest with this. Mind you, none of my parent, none of my kids' parents, kids, none of my friends' parents were addicts. <laughs> none of them. Like, they drank every now and then. I mean, I'm sure some of them smoked a little weed. But they weren't, like, my parents. And I was so good at hiding what I was going through, even as I got older. And mom was clean a lot, so nobody knew. Like, everybody knew my dad was a fucking meth head. Yeah. But not her mom. But I wrote, it's hard to be a child when your parents slash parents struggle with an addiction to meth. Most of the time, you aren't allowed to be a child. You have to be an adult. You have to care for them and siblings. You have to make sure they didn't forget to eat or pay bills. You have to care for those younger than you because when they are high, they care about nothing. When they aren't high, they're even worse. As you get older and then you and the, then you deal with stares and comments about how hard it must be for you and you get used to using short answers. You really just want to scream that not only should they pray for them, but pray for you because it affects you just as much as the addict. I'm 27 and I've dealt with this addictive I've dealt with addictive parents my entire life. This post is the reality of so much. I was lucky my mom got clean and walked away. She got clean for us and her. But what most don't know is you can be clean for years. She was clean for 14 years and then met someone. They meet someone and at first they're really, really strong and eventually they they crumble. It's not something I talk about much. It's mostly my dad I talk about because it's easier to talk about. So next time you see someone you know whose parents are addicts, ask about the addict, but also ask about that child as well. Because at the end of the day, we're, you know, we're suffering. We still suffer to this day with everything that happened. Yeah. You know? So, like, our mom and our biological dad's vices is meth. Um, the asshole, our step, our dad, the person we called out, he didn't do drugs. He's a goody two-shoes. Well, he might have smoked some weed back in the day. Like, <laughs> goody when he two-shoes. was younger, yeah. Goody two-shoes. Yeah, when he was younger. But he didn't smoke. He didn't do anything when he got older. And then the asshole mom was with was pills, meth, alcohol. Miss, all of the above. Pretty much. Like, this man would be peeled the fuck out and go to work. Mm-hmm. And do meth. And I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't see the, I don't want, I don't know. Like the, the need appeal. for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And what's crazy is if our husbands, well, husband slash fiance were here, they could be on this episode with us because they are children of addicts. But their difference is only one of their parent. Yeah. Parents were an addict. Like, both of their dads might actually... You That's know, crazy. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, my husband's dad's vice was the same as our mom's. I'm not sure what Timmy's. Everything, I would say. Literally. Yeah. Well, it's mostly crazy he's just pills. now mostly pills. doing good. Yeah, but I want to say it's mostly pills because that's what he's been back in jail for lately is pills and probably some weed. You know? I don't know. I think the biggest difference between us growing up was I always knew. You never knew. But that was like what I wanted. I didn't want you and Bailey and Caleb to know. I didn't want to know. No, because I... Even after... Everything. Everything had happened, I still didn't want to know. Yeah. Because I didn't want to think of mom as an, an addict. addict. I was just... I wanted to think that she was clean and, you know, everything she was doing was for us. Side note, our mom is clean today, by the way. Yes. <laughs> She's how many years clean now? So she got out when you were 2018. Is that when she when she get out? 2018. That's right. Just got together. So she's four years clean. Mm -hmm. So I shared that while she was in jail then, because she didn't get out till. If it was four years ago today, you shared it right after she got out. That is true, because she got out right after my birthday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, she got out mid. Are you sure? Yeah, she got out right after me and Timmy started dating. Okay, so like it was like end of yeah. September, beginning of October, whatever. Yeah. It's close but enough. But anyways, she's been four but years. Like, clean. I didn't want to think that oh, mom's doing what Lonnie does. Yeah, doing what Lonnie does. I I just wanted to be like and see. I think that's, oh no, my mom's clean. She's but doing so. See, great. that's what I think we do. Is all of us is well, not now, but we 
would villainize Lonnie so much that we didn't ever want to think our mom was capable of the same shit. Yeah, and I feel like part of that is because we already have one parent who is like that. Who told you Yeah, that. at 16 years old. Like, okay, y'all. So, at 16, I wasn't working. I wasn't doing anything. But this was my last chance for my biological father. I wanted him clean. I wanted him to be a part of our lives. I have tried and tried and tried. And I told him, this is my last chance. I will do whatever you need me to do to help you get clean and stay clean. He literally, because he was hot, and looked at me dead in my eyes and said... I will love meth more than I will ever love my children. And that is when I walked away from that relationship because I can't do it. You will not tell me you love your drugs more than me. Yeah. Because never, never could I ever. Have I forgiven him? Yes, but for me. I didn't forgive him for him, but for me. Like the post I shared the other day, as a daughter, I forgive you, but but as as a a parent, parent, I could never because yeah. you don't understand it. But anyways, go on. I don't remember what I was saying now. You were just talking about how, like, we, you know, at 16, he said, I love yeah, drugs I more feel than like, I feel like I was making excuses for mom after I found out because I already had Lonnie. Yeah. That had nothing to do with me. And he'd much rather go do meth and shit than have something to do with his kids. I didn't want both of my parents like that. Where I had already... I wanted at least one parent to love me and to care for me. And see, we grew up different because... both I grew up both my parents being addicts. I grew up not being loved. And I don't want to say they didn't love me at some points. Because they did. And it's a very hard topic to talk about. um, Especially with our mom. Because in her eyes, she did love me. She doesn't understand she might have loved me, but she didn't love me the same way she's loved y'all. Yeah. And I know a lot of the love for, it's hard to, through the abuse that she went through and the fucked up mind in hers is her protecting y'all for some of that stuff was love. And as a a mom, I kind of get it, but then I'm also like, walk the fuck away. Yeah. But then I'm like, eh, well, you know, I was with a narcissist, so. Yeah. But he wasn't, like, physically But he wasn't, me. no. And he didn't abuse me. He didn't mentally abuse He didn't abuse, abuse your kids either. No. Mm, a little bit. But not physically. That's what I mean. Like, physically, he didn't yeah. abuse No. Camden. No, he didn't. You know, and. But I had an exit plan for that. It just didn't. It didn't work out. But still, that's not the point. You know, and now <laughs> I'm married. with a new exit plan. Yeah. It was a quick one. <laughs> So now, you know, but now I'm married to, like, this amazing person who doesn't mentally, physically, verbally abuse me. Any of us. Yeah. He is so great. He's like a big old teddy bear. He is. Don't get me wrong. You know. He, when he's When mad, you piss him off to a point, you piss him off and he don't care. Yeah. But. He still won't cuss, but that's all the point. <laughs> I think that's what makes him a big old teddy bear. Even whenever he's pissed off. Yeah. Because he doesn't cuss. No. He's still like And it's like I can't take him it. serious. And I know y'all that sounds so bad, but But I mean we you grew can't up take in, him serious. We grew up in family like different. in a family where cussing was just part of day to day. We all cuss like sailors. Yeah. And I'm probably the world's worst. Oh yeah. Especially when I'm mad. When I'm mad, everything goes out the windows and I start talking so fast and everything and all the cuss words come out. But he don't he don't even really yell. Not unless you piss him off. Well, yeah, he's yelled at you more than me. Um, he just, you know, left for like ten minutes. <laughs> Cause Literally, because he was he did that out of spot. He was being. I was like, petty. where the hell is he going? He was being petty, and it's because he knows that's mine. I leave, so he's like, no, I'm gonna beat you to it, bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> you little asshole. I mean, we're fine. Don't me. We don't argue. I want to say me. We don't argue. We bicker. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. And it's fucking what, hilarious. If you're on the outside looking in on me and him, if you know us, you know it's fucking funny. Because I'm bipolar. It gets awkward, though, sometimes when y'all bicker because, like, I'm so you be serious. dead ass serious and he's just over here making fun of you. And I'm like, she don't kill She don't kill this bitch. Because I'm bipolar as He don't as know, fuck. does he? I'm bipolar as fuck. And those mood switches... 
Ooh. Like, he can be like, oh, ha, 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 ha. Really, bitch? Swear to God. Are you serious? That's how it happens. I got a knife right here. I'll, I'll slit you right now. That's exactly how our arguments go. And then everyone's like, are they serious? I don't know. Mm, I'd be looking at Timmy. I'm like, you ready? You ready to ball out? Yeah. And <laughs> then you got, it, let's go. Then you got Wyatt over here just repeating shit and being yeah. like, ha, ha, ya, ya. And I'm like, shut up, boy. I'm going to punch you, too. He's like, I bust you arm. So, I mean, it's hard. I don't know. We're, like, it's funny. Like, we can bicker and argue, and then, like, ten minutes later, we're fine. Like, oh, I love you. Yeah. Because, but that's healthy. Yeah. Nanny, which is our great-grandma, our grandma's mom, always said, if you do not bicker or argue in your relationship, then someone's hiding something. And 100%, I agree, because in my last relationship, towards the end, we did not bicker, nor did we argue. We ignored each other and went on about our fucking day. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't the only one hiding shit. I don't care. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyways, back to being children addicts. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. I mean, at first, it's hard, too, because you're so enamored with wanting to help people and wanting to change people. And Me especially. I, oh, yeah. But I was like that, too. I wanted to make help people get better. That was my thing. You just want to change them all together. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I can change everyone. Yeah. And I, I can't. I, I just can't. But that's the people pleaser in me. And I'm just like, I want to help you get better. Like, I, I want to, I'm, I'm going to motivate you to get better. Yeah. And then I got a kid and he didn't get better. Not my kid, the guy that I had a kid with. <laughs> he in rehab again. But anyways, that's more here. I mean... Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that it just shows you too. Like, you can always want better for yourself, but you do chase after the people who are like so, your parents. What's crazy is since we're talking about like wanting, you know, like me wanting to help people, change people. Yeah. That self journey book you got me for uh-huh. my birthday or oh, Christmas. Yeah. I don't uh, I did a little entry in it last yesterday actually, and it was like. You may have people walking the path of life with you, but no one can walk it for you. That's something we str- you struggle with. Exactly. Because and you- I, like, in the entry, I was like, I want to change everyone, you know, and I want everyone to do it for me. But at the end of the day, it's me. Like, I have to do that. And so, like, when, you know, doing that and, like, talking about it now, I'm like, I really can't change people for them. They have no, to do yeah. it themselves. A hundred percent. Like you, and I think that's something that you never learned early on, but I learned it even before I was 16. I knew going in there, talking to him, my heart was going to get broke that day. Yeah. I really did. But I still wanted to try. I had to. I had to try. And I told myself, going in there, this was the last time. I will not try again. And I've never tried again, ever. Yeah, I I won't I won't ever try. That's on him, not me. See, I can't say that because when mom got out of jail and she started hanging out with him again because he was clean or whatnot, he about as clean as my. I tried to have that relationship with him because he was there. I've always and you wanted a dad. I've never had a real dad. I've always wanted, and I think that's one reason why you cling to John. No, I don't want to say cling. That's not the right word. <laughs> like, I want to say that's why you do come to me and him and say, this is what it is. Yeah. What should I do? Timmy does the same thing. I mean, because neither one of us have ever had a father figure. No. I mean, he had his grandparents, yes, and we adore them, you know. Yeah. A hundred fucking percent. And he's forever grateful for them. I mean, he bought his grandpa a fucking car. You know. That he busted the back window out. Yeah, and then said, I don't want it because I'm not going to go nowhere. I don't leave my house. Anyway. Anyways, that's more here than there. But he is grateful for them. But oh, you're 100%. right. Y'all have never had, per, like, a parent. Like, a true parent. And me and John, we joke all the time about it. That y'all are our kids. Why is our grandkid? Yeah. Like, we're his grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> and, but we, t- we treat him like he's our grandkid. You treat him like he's your son. Well, because he is. He's my baby. Okay. Our kids are like. We're just one big family. Your kids are my kids. And, and my kid is your kid. Yeah. We're just one big family. Yeah. So, you know, and I think that is why you constantly seek approval from 
Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, because you never, even with mom, you never, you never had that. Yeah. Like, cause I want to say, so when my mom got, when our mom got with asshole, he wasn't bad in the beginning to mm-hmm. me, to us, more phrases, to us. Yeah. Or to our brother, to our other sister, he was. Well, it took him a little bit, but still. Um, but it was almost like too good to be true. Yes. And I still didn't like him. It didn't matter. So, but then when he started popping pills again, mind you, motherfucker just got off parole and out of jail again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when me and you were both skinny. Well, I was pregnant. <laughs> I wasn't skinny. But we were smaller. Because we come oh, yeah. from big ass motherfucking families. Okay? Both sides, we like to eat. Okay? We love to fucking if eat. If there's food, I'm going to eat. What you said. So, um, when he started popping pills and shit, that's when, and we both started gaining a little weight because I couldn't, I didn't lose weight right after I had Camden and, you know, you were hitting puberty and gaining weight, like, which is normal. I don't give a shit. It's fucking normal. That's when the fat jokes started. And do not get me wrong, I 100% make fat jokes to her. I make fat jokes about myself. A hundred percent. But, struggle. like, you don't make me feel like I have to lose weight to be no. pretty. Like, and I can be big and pretty. Exactly. Because I struggle with, I've always struggled with my weight because I was always friends with people who were a stick. And I've always had thighs and hips and boobs. Yeah. Not an ass because God said no. But anyways, <laughs> you know, I was always curvier than my friends yeah and so that's where my struggle with my weight comes from but as i got older i was like you know what fuck this shit i still got motherfuckers trying to come get me when i'm big (laughs) no i don't gotta be a size two fuck that shit i'm you know and i am now trying to lose some weight and just because i gained you know like 30 pounds since i quit whatever you know damn we don't talk about that damn snacks you know, but when I joke with you, you know it's something I would say to myself. Yeah. And it's not me projecting onto you. Because it's fucking funny when I do it. Because <laughs> I do it at, like, that time. If you don't make, like, fat jokes towards your sister. Are you sisters? Are you sisters? Are you even friends? Like, do you What's even like sister? each like, other? If I make fun of you, I, I like you. If I don't make fun of you, I don't like you. Yeah. It's just It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I be making fun of Timmy all the time. I mean, hell, this weekend I told him I was going to make his unibrow grow back. <laughs> you know, I, I tell my son every day, you got an egghead, shut up. Because he does. I be making fun. You tell why all the time you got a big head. Yeah, and Colton. I be telling why he look like a damn monkey because he does. And he I, got some big ears. He does. And I be, yeah, because I be calling him Dumbo too. But He's I be telling daddy. Colton, boy, you got some wide feet like yo no no. Damn you big. Ain't got big head. Because he does, y'all. Colton, Colton got a big head. Like his daddy. Yes. I be talking about John's receding hairline and all the bumps in the back of his head. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, that's just who we are. As That's who I am as a person. I am someone, if you're awkward, I'm going to make a joke. Why? And it's probably going to be about you. Because if you can't laugh at yourself, then you're not having fun. Yeah. And I, a thousand percent, laugh at my fucking self. All the fucking time. All the time. Same. I mean, who else? It's better to laugh at yourself than have other people's laughing at you. So you they're people's gonna, other people laughing. They're gonna at laugh you. with you and stuff at yeah. you. Yeah. You know, and I don't know, people probably won't agree and I don't give a shit, but we've always said in this family, like with the great grandkids, since us grandkids have started having kids, is we're gonna bully them because that way when they get to school nobody can bully them. A hundred percent. Oh yeah. But Camden doesn't Camden was not bullied by us because he was the baby. He was the first one, so everybody babied him. And now his poor little heart gets broken. And now it's his job to bully all the other ones. And he does. 100 percent. He takes that role so serious. He does. <laughs> poor kid. But I mean, don't don't fuck with none of his cousins because he ain't about that life. Yeah. Especially do not fuck with his brother or his Wyatt. He ain't about that life. He does not care. He will beat you over your head. He does not care. But, I mean, and that's, I think we also use comedy 
because our parents are addicts. I make drug jokes all the time. Like, I make fun of situations that have happened in life. The other Saturday, Camden did not want to go with us to Jonesboro. He, because he hasn't, he's been grounded. He just got ungrounded last Friday. So, he didn't want to go with us Saturday because he wanted to stay with his Nana because he hasn't seen his Nana in like a month and a half. Oh, are you talking about when we dropped him off? (laughs) So, we're all in the truck and he is in the front seat with me. And so, I'm like, all right. Now, mind you, my son literally takes his entire room with him when he goes to our Nana's. I don't know why, but he does. It's not like you don't have toys and clay there already. Exactly. The woman literally buys him new clay every other week. And so, yeah, so he had, like, these Ziploc bags, his phone, his charger. Um, The Ziploc bags had clay in it. Some toys. (laughs) So, he wasn't, he wasn't even, they wasn't moving fast. He was getting out. And I just started chunking shit into the yard. I was like, here you go, Camden. I'll do like Mimi did. No, no. It would have been better if it was in the backyard. Which it would have. We were in the front because I have claimed the front as my parking spot at a grandma. <laughs> and it, it makes me mad when it's other people park though. there. It pisses me off when other people Anyways. park there. But I was chunking his shit out. Like, get out. Move. Go. You're too slow. Like, and he knew I wasn't being serious. He was laughing the whole time. He was yes. like, seriously, Mom? Because he knew I was about to get out and help him carry everything. Yeah. In. But that's what we do. Like, we take those serious things. Comedy and we, is our coping mechanism. A hundred percent. Because, especially for like me. I get that from you. Oh, yeah. Because I see you joke about everything yeah. that's happened to you in life. And I'm like, oh, well, she does it. That's what me and Chase Let did. Let me do it. You know, me and Chase had so much trauma in a thousand percent. It was because our parents were addicts. And we always have just made fun of the situations. Like, I'll never forget being with Lonnie. And this is hard to talk about. We were in a van. He was taking us home. Mind you, it's dead winter. He turns the van off. We're at this trailer. He turns the van off. He goes in. And we were probably in that van for like three hours with no heat. It was just me. Y'all were freezing your Yeah. I mean, like, we had blankets and stuff. Because I think it's... That's not the point. I know. I'm just saying, like... Yeah. He was in there getting hot. And mind you, we were... We were young. I mean, like, cell phones weren't a thing yet. We were probably... I was probably in, like, fifth grade. What the fuck? Yeah, so Chase was in third. Yeah. And I don't tell that story a lot because... It's kind of embarrassing. Yes. Like, my, my dad left me and my brother out in the van to go get high. Yeah. That's how much he loves drugs over us. Yes. And I didn't, I didn't tell Debbie. I would have. I'm like, Debbie, can I tell you something? I'm a snitch on my dad. I normally did, but (laughs) I was just, I think I was so much in shock that it happened. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. This has never happened before. And then as I got older, he asked for a ride one time and I gave him a ride and he had me take him to a drug dealer's house. Like, or a meth lab one. I'm, I don't know. It didn't have power. So, I'm going to say it wasn't a meth lab. It's probably where people were crashing. He wanted me to wait. And I said, nah, this is it. End of the road, homie. And I dropped him off and left. Get out. Yep. And he was so mad. I was like, I don't care. We're done. Get out. Shoo. Bye-bye. And just like, so our dad's a snitch. I don't give a shit what people know. We don't have anything to do with them. So, you can kiss my fucking ass. If you're listening to this and you know him, say hi. Just kidding. Tell him to shut the fuck up. Anyways, um, when I was pregnant with my oldest, I lived by myself. And I had a, my screen door was just full glass like it is here. And I noticed a car sitting outside across from the house. And I was like, huh, that's weird. Never seen this car before. Yeah, just ignored it, you know, because I was supposed to have a roommate, but she didn't ever say that. She stayed with her parents. So I didn't think Which nothing. Is weird. Yeah, but I didn't think nothing of it. You know, I was like, oh, maybe they're waiting on her. So I was off that day. So I leave to go to class. Come back. It's still sitting there. Still sitting there. And I call mom, and I'm like, mom, this is what's happening. And she's like, send me a picture. So I sent her a picture, and she was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but that sketch. And I'm like, you think it's been here since eight? I had class at ten. Yeah. And went from ten to three. And it's still here. She calls her uncle, who always saves the day. 
and he basically told them get the fuck away what were they doing there and they asked for our our biological dad and he was like he don't live here and they were like well that's his daughter he he was like no that's not his kid that is her mom's kid like that's my niece and they knew him and he was like don't you ever fucking come back but he had a little pew pew and it wasn't like a pew pew it was like a pew pew anyways (laughs) um (laughs) that's an inside joke um so you know and they left i've never seen them again that's probably the most terrifying thing that's ever happened to me. And I was going to bring a kid into this world with that shit going on. Yeah. Like, we had the cop in Hawkeye harassing me because he wanted to know where he was. And I was like, I don't fucking talk to him. <laughs> like, what part of that? Do you not understand that he doesn't talk to me? I have a restraining order on him. Yeah. Like, come on. But anyways... Sorry, we go, whew, we get way off topic in two ways. But not really. That wasn't really off topic. No, that was, that was true. I'm just grateful I've never had anything like that happen to me. Well, it's because a lot of people don't think you're, like, a lot of people, I think, I guess, don't, they know you're his, Everyone that I went to school with knew who my dad was. Oh, yeah, because that's where he's from. Yeah, but it's a town of 300 people. (laughs) If they didn't know him, they at least knew. Still to this day, like, at work. I like people that come through drive through. They're like, "Are you Lonnie Burrow's daughter?" And I'm like, crazy. "Sadly, because we don't look I anything am, like him. Yeah, no. we don't look. But I bet what it is is because me and you look alike, and they know that you. I'm his daughter. Yeah. So they just automatically assume. And that, my probably, answer is always like, "Sadly, but I don't claim them. But I wonder if they think you're me. Well, I have my name tag on. That's true. So they would know I'm not Chrissy. They know I'm Corby. And there's not a lot of people with that name. Exactly. So that's probably part of it too. But, you know, I mean, I've had that. I'll never forget one time when, I mean, he wasn't part, it was second grade. And he was off on a bender. I can't, he wasn't with Debbie anymore. I don't even know where the fuck he was at this point. Like, we were still going to Debbie's every other weekend. And sure enough, I'm a car rider waiting mom's in line to pick me up. And I never seen it, mind you. Never seen him. But he was there picking up his best friend's daughter. But couldn't even take time out of his whatever to come see us on the weekends we were there. So, if you never seen him, did mom tell you about it? Yep. Mom told me. It broke your heart, didn't it? Oh, fuck yeah. I was in second grade. I was seven. Seven, eight. I was, no, I was not okay. Like, I was so heartbroken. Like, because I didn't understand why he didn't love me. And that's been my biggest thing is, why don't my parents love me in the way that I needed to be loved? I don't want to be coddled because I'm not somebody you coddle. Please don't hold my hand. Please don't try to. Hold my hand, please. Yeah, but don't try to do that to me. That is a you thing, not a me thing. I'm just like, pat me on my back and say, good game. That's what you do to me. You know, that's it. But they didn't do anything for me. Yeah. Especially Lonnie. Lonnie's never done anything for anybody. They just caused you trauma. Yeah. And you know, that's something that... Thanks, parents. This podcast is going to get into later, and it's going to be hard if they listen. But it is what it is. Like, this is our therapy. Like especially. Like I told you today, like on Facebook, like, our family sweeps so much under the fucking rug. We are a family who grew up, don't show emotion. You don't cry. You don't bitch about it. You let it happen to you, and then you get up, and you move the fuck on. And I'm not that person. My bad. <laughs> I'm not that person. I'm not a, it'll be I, right. Yeah. I mean, I let stuff roll off my back, but I vocalize what's bothering me. I am 100%. Especially if I... I sweep I'm, everything under the rug. See, and you I'm not... What? If I see a solution, I'll do it. I don't want to say I vocalize everything, because I, I didn't this week last week when timmy was off you know with that situation i didn't vocalize that yeah me and you both know i didn't do that because then it would just turn into a pity thing and then i'd get even more pissed off because it was a pity thing and not a real thing and then that would just be a whole ass argument about it anyways this year since last well since yeah last year i have been working on being a better person and not being a reactive person but only acting and reacting when needed (laughs) so that is the difference right now but you know, 
mom always talks about like, oh, I'll say it. No, you won't. No, you won't. You won't. You won't. You didn't leave when you could have. Multiple fucking times. Mm-hmm. And I am not, I know, don't y'all dare come on here saying, well, you know, it's hard to leave when you're an abusive. I 100% understand that. I agree. But when your two oldest children and your mother are coming to you saying, here, take my entire savings from three people. We will find you a house. We will help you do whatever you fucking need to get the fuck away. And you are sitting here literally saying, I'm ready. But then he fills you with more fucking meth and you back the fuck out. There is a fucking difference between somebody struggling to get away because they're scared and somebody who is just complacent. Mm-hmm. And that's what she was. And I will never be a fucking complacent bitch. I am sorry. Did I fuck up my last relationship? Hell yeah. Sure the fuck did. Hell yeah. Do I deny that shit? Sure the fuck don't. I'm the first to tell you, yeah, I did that. It wasn't, it's not a proud moment. It is. But it happened. But it did happen. And I'm, I suffered with that for a long fucking time. I, you know, filled myself with self-doubt and told myself I'm just like my mom. I'm just like my dad. You know, I fucked this up. Me and Camden are never going to be happy. We're never going to find somebody. Now look at y'all. Y'all are thriving. Exactly. Because I learned that it wasn't only my fault. There are things that lead to certain things. But still, I'm not fucking complacent. Yeah. But that's what pisses me off about them. They both were complacent. They're both okay with running in a fucking circle. You know? But we literally had everything planned out for her. She wasn't even going to stay here. Y'all weren't going to stay here. Y'all were going to go live at Chase's in advance. Like, y'all had a way away. You don't even know where they live. She didn't do it. She didn't do it. Because drugs were more important at that point. And a man. That shit pisses me off. Don't do that. And that's part of addiction. If she... I'm sorry, Mom. And if you're listening, I, I love you. But it's the truth. You, if she's not on meth or doing something else, she's with a fucking man. That is her fucking addictions. Drugs and men. I can't tell you one time my mom's been single. Besides when I was a little fucking kid before she met Billy. But she dated. I'm sure she went on dates and stuff. I just don't remember it. But that's the only time. Has mom ever been single to you? No. Exactly. We're talking about being children of addicts, but everyone assumes addictions are drugs. I mean, drugs. she was single when she was in jail. That doesn't count. Um, <laughs> you know, like, we talk about it as if drugs and alcohol are the only addictions you can have, and it's not. You can have an addiction to shopping. You can have an addiction to men. I don't have an addiction to shopping. I have an addiction of going to Dollar Tree. Um, shopping. You can, you know, hoarding is an addiction. Like, that's all real stuff. And mom literally has two. She has yeah. two vices. My vices are when I'm sad, I go shop. Because that's what my mom did when I was growing up. I have an addiction to food. <laughs> we both now. And my other is, if makeup's pretty, I need to have it. You know? That's shopping. Yeah, it's kind of different. Because I can normally... When you say, like, shopping, you mean, like, Dollar Tree, Walmart. And then when you say makeup, Ulta. Ulta. Yeah, because we don't live around Sephora, so Ulta. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, we only have a Dollar Tree and a Walmart and Dollar General, so sorry. When we go to town, we go to, like, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Target, all those. And so, but that, I mean, that's her vices. And I think that's why I was, I'm so dead ass set on I don't need a man I need my husband though that is probably the only man I have ever said I don't only want you here I need you here because he's my safe zone he is literally my safe place and that's hard for me because you know being a, a child of addiction I have been diagnosed with PTSD from the shit I've seen from the stuff I've been through from being left in a van in the freezing fucking cold for three hours. Yeah. You know, from finding a needle and aluminum foil and a spoon in my fucking softball glove. From having to grow up too fast. 
Like, I have PTSD, and then people can say they don't believe in it. I don't care. It's real. Shit triggers me. My biggest fucking fear is being a bad parent. I struggle so hard with that. And that's because of the trauma. Yeah. Literally the fucking trauma. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad the way you grew up was different from us. Because we, you know... I don't know. I'm glad that you didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, you didn't have Until to. I you didn't older. have to carry that weight of the world of that on that burden. Like I knew about asshole. Yeah. Like mom told me about that. Oh yeah. But mom, oh, she was a saint. You know, she didn't do anything. She was clean, but she wasn't. No. Because even then, she might have been clean, but I was still playing the role of mom. Yeah. If you're clean, why am I playing mama? Exactly. Which, I mean, when she got back into her addiction again, that's what you did. To the two younger ones. Yep. And it sucked ass so bad, didn't it? Did you ever tell anyone? Have you ever truly told anybody that your parents are addicts? Nope. I mean, I'll talk all day about Lonnie being an addict. I don't give a shit, but not mom. I was the same way. Um... It's easy to talk about Lonnie because he was never in our life. Yeah. I say that. Like, when I was younger, it was always about Lonnie. Um, Then probably when I got to, like, high school, it was okay for me to talk about my mom, too. Now that mom's clean and stuff, like, I've told a few people. But my mom used to do that. But that's the thing is you only are talking about her because she is clean. Yeah. You don't want to talk about when she was in active addiction. Exactly. I don't care anymore. I used to. I used to be embarrassed. I didn't want people to know both my parents were addicts. Who the fuck wants that? Not me. I mean, I can say thank God for Billy because we never fucking went through shit like that. Like we weren't homeless or anything. Yeah. You know, and I mean, are you an addict to anything now? Drugs, anything besides food? (laughs) I was going to say food. I wouldn't say so. I wasn't, I guess you can call it a nicotine addict. I was a smoker. I don't smoke anymore. I've been three months clean. You were an alcoholic for a little bit, too. Yep, I was. Sure was, right before I had my son. Well, I couldn't wake That's up. how you got pregnant. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> With your oldest son. It happens. And your youngest. Yeah, but I but wasn't an alcoholic. Yeah. And I was having. You were just I drunk. Was, yeah, was I was fun. trying to figure out who I was again. Yeah. And I was trying to find the fun back in my life yeah i wouldn't say i was an addict of anything no a smart ass yeah but not a it'd be like that sometimes yeah i think we both have an addiction to food because we were monitored like i was monitored different than you were monitored like i was told we didn't have sodas we didn't have junk food we didn't have none of that in our house and it wasn't because mom wanted us to say skinny it was she just was like you're not putting that all that junk in your body Mm mm-hmm and then you were monitored by to stay skinny. Yes. And now you say fuck them. And now you can sit on them, and he'll die. Yeah, and break their back. <laughs> <laughs> there's our, there's there's there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. So if you didn't know, as you can tell, we do still talk to our mom. We're not close to her like we used to be, especially me, especially me, because I am. I feel like growing up, I was never really that close to mom. Anyway, you weren't. You were close to me. You were close yeah. to grandma. But you I was close to Bailey. Yeah, but you weren't close to mom. I was close. But I, me and mom grew up together, if you want to say that. Because I'm 18 years younger than her. So she was still a kid when she had me. So we grew up together, and that's why we were so close. Yeah. I'm not now, though. I don't know if I could ever be. I don't think y'all will ever be that close again. Just or, because of all the shit. Not only has she put you through, but she's put your siblings through as well. And that's a big thing for me. I I, I heard something on TikTok today, or I seen something. It was about the oldest being a bully. Which, I mean, in a sense, it's true. Oh, 100%. But I'm also the protector. Yeah. You don't fuck with my grandma. I can talk shit about my mom all but day. But nobody else can. 
I can talk shit about you all day. Nobody else can. I mean, hell, when I was younger, our brother, Trice, was not a skinny kid. Um, he was fat. He was chunky. And so... A little fatty. When we were at our dad's, one of our friends were there, and he was talking shit about fucking Chase being fat. And Chase came and told me, and because Chase is really quiet, and he didn't stand up for himself back then, especially then. And he would get at so me. mad. So I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he is just running his fucking mouth. I'll never forget. I fucking picked him up by his damn throat and was <laughs> like, do not talk shit about my brother again. He was like, put me down. I was, and I choked him harder. <laughs> and I was like, next time I'll fucking kill you. And I yo. I put him down. He was like, you do. I was like, I'm his fucking sister. Don't do it again. And that dude never talked shit about him again. Didn't you get in trouble? Not for that. That was another person I did it to. Oh. That's <laughs> not the same. In school. Pretty sure. No, I was in school. Yeah. Shaking my head. She wouldn't shut the fuck up, okay? Shaking my head. Anyway. Sorry. She wouldn't shut up. She don't. She, mm. she still don't shut up now. But anyways... <laughs> You like to get off topic. I can't help it. I talk to a two-year-old all day. <laughs> okay. And a nine-year-old who don't listen half the time. Poor kid. Uh, a nine-year-old that talks as much as you do. Oh, yeah. On the way to school, I'm like, Camden. Even on the way home. Camden, shut the fuck up. Yes. Dude, love you to death. But hush. But shut the fuck up. Because he tells me the same story ten times. And I'm like, I know, son. You told me and ten like, He'll tell time. you a story. And then, like, I'll get in the truck and he'll tell me the story. And then he'll tell both of us the same story. And I'm like, Camden, we've already heard it. And he's just like me. He will go on a tangent about something else. And I'm like, Camden, back to this point now, please. Anyways. <laughs> back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything to add about, like, how it was for you growing up? Like, did you have friends that went to the same thing? Because I didn't. No. No? So we Well, both. one of my friends, she lived with her grandparents. So I, I, oh, yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. say her mom was. But she still for a while. seen her mom. Like her yeah. mom. But her mom got clean and she's been clean. Yeah. And so, like, none of my friends knew. She just didn't want to disrupt yeah. what that friend already had going with her grandparents but she did go see her mom and her mom came down to see her and all that yeah but i didn't none of my friends knew that lonnie was on drugs they just knew they just thought oh well he just up and left because he didn't want a family because that's much. what i told him well it's, pretty, it's the same thing. i was like oh yeah my dad don't want anything to do with me because he wasn't ready for a family which um, they don't they didn't know that my mom he wasn't <laughs> i mean yeah they didn't know mom was a recovering addict yeah that's one thing i can say about her though because i remember her going through drug court before like yeah i remember her doing it like the first yeah a couple times but anyways (laughs) i think she's only done it i think she's done anger management more than drug court she's done drug court court this this was her third time i think yeah but this time she actually sort of did it you know yeah. Like, she did it and just bullshit I feel like, it. yeah, she actually went through, like, the self-reflecting and, like, she actually I don't think she time. fully did it. She didn't. I don't I don't care. She didn't. She needed more help and she should have took the opportunity to get more help. Because there's a lot of shit there that she needs to dig up and turn yeah. those stones over. Because if not, they're just going to keep being But I still feel access. like she did it better than she did the oh, last. Oh, 100%. 100 fucking percent. Yeah. I agree she did. But other than that, no. See, that's where we're different. Different is, like I said before, my friends all knew about my dad. But not everybody knew about my mom. And actually, on the status I read earlier, my best friend who passed away our senior year, her mom had commented on it. It was like, I didn't know you were going through this and you were at my house. You know, I'm sorry. And she didn't. Because I didn't want everybody to know. Like, my friend that was with me the day that was found, she knew. I think everyone found, like, I told my friends about my mom whenever I moved out. That's when I was like, I'm ready to accept the fact that both of my parents are addicts. Do you think you lost friends when you told them? No. 
I, I really don't. Well, no. I mean, you're falling out after but it wasn't that. After I told them, like a couple of them, like distanced themselves. It's because they probably they probably had parents who weren't dealing with anything. Like their parents were. I don't say picture perfect because no parents picture perfect. Yeah. But their life wasn't as chaotic as our lives. Yeah. But I, I did have like two friends that actually got closer and was like, "I'm here for you," you know. Like yeah. they were there. And, like, they, they helped me through it. Yeah, see, my friends, um... And now we don't talk. I mean, that's <laughs> just, none of us. That's just growing up, though, and moving away and all that shit. Um, I had two people who knew. Um, one I've been friends with since Head Start. Um, and then the other one, we, we aren't best friends now but we do talk sometimes you know i know at the end of the day i can call her and be like yeah this is what's happening and she'd be there for me in a fucking heartbeat and it it sucks because one of the friends that i got really close to she's now an addict oh yeah and so i'm like yeah why like you've seen what i went through why would you put your kid through it yeah and And her kids only she's a couple years old one or two. I think she's one. Yeah. She's like one. And like, I mean, I talk to her every now and then, you know. When but you don't want to get invested because then you're not only going to, you're going to break your own heart by getting invested. Again. Yeah. You know, which. And it sucks. Yeah. It does. It does. I get it. I, I never faced that though. Like none of my friends are addicts. Like even the people I went to high school. I've straight up told her like. I be looking for your obituary all the time. You have to. I've always, always told people that Lonnie would be better off dead. And it's not that I want him dead. I mean, I wouldn't go to his funeral, but that's nor here nor there. But it's because if he was dead, he wouldn't have to fight his his demons anymore. I want him dead. People are going to hate me for saying that, but I do. You're entitled to your own opinion. I mean, I, I don't believe in wishing people dead, but... I mean, it is. I I don't like hating people. I don't. I hate would throw people, a party if he died. But I hate him. I do with a passion. Yes, and I hate certain versions of our mother. And that is what it is. There's a difference. She's not always bad. You know, that's what my friend said that I used to work with. Speaking of death, how would you feel if mom died? I'd be sad. It's my mom. You only get one. I feel like. If mom were to pass away... I wouldn't feel like I would feel when grandma passes away. I'd I'd be pretty hurt. But then again, I'd be like, well, she's not suffering anymore. Like, all that... I think I would feel cheated. Why? Because we haven't worked through the stuff we need to work through. I guess you I'd be like, thank God I ain't got to work through that shit anymore. Yeah, but you avoid conflict at all costs, and I don't. You know, I, I want to... I want to dig into it. I want to get deeper. I want her to understand where I'm coming from as a child. Not as 31-year-old Chrissy, but as 9-year-old Chrissy. Yeah. As learning you were on drugs and being that person who I've literally picked up the pieces. You know, but now I've learned to put boundaries up and we have those boundaries. But just because there's a boundary doesn't mean that I don't want to work on it. I do I don't want to I'm never going to be as close to her as I was I 100% I can say that but I don't think it's fair to her nor me that we don't work on it yeah it's not fair to my children either you know and I mean thank god we have a good grandma (laughs) and a mama Debbie (laughs) I am just saying thank you Jesus for those women because they were our saving fucking graces as kids Mm mm-hmm they both picked up the slack, took care of I feel of like us. I remember Debbie more than I do Lonnie. Oh, 100%. Our brother lived and with him. It's kind of sad that we remember our stepmom more than our It's sad father. that our stepmom knows more about our lives as adults than our biological dad. Mm-hmm. Hell, she might even know more about our lives than our own mom. Like the little stuff. Because, I mean, we see her all the time. Yeah. She lives around the corner. Literally. <laughs> For me. So. Right down the street. Yeah. But do you have anything to add? 
I think yeah. that's it I for think this. we covered. Yeah. Um, don't forget, you can also, I don't think we've ever said this, but if you have any questions or you want us to talk about a certain topic, you can actually email us at simply sisters 0411. 0411. Oh, oh, people say, oh, don't let, everybody it's says, simply oh. sisters 0411 at gmail.com. Everybody says, oh, it's okay. So, but thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.